What's up, fam? Oh, man. What a day, what a day, what a day. Oh, man. I know it's uh, election day, but I'm here. My day, <laughs> 15 minutes late, but I'm here. Um, yesterday, what's up, Lens? Oh, man. Um, I know a lot is going on around the country right now. Um, but before we get into that, before we get into that, um, just like I always do, giving a shout out to the sister, Aries Spear, Aries Owens. Wow. Almost fucked up her last name. Aries Owens, giving a shout out to her. And her book, um, I keep telling y'all, go get her book, cop her book, Hear Me Out by Aries Owens. You can follow her here on Facebook, and you can follow her on her IG page <clears throat> where she posts uh, stories, um, thoughts of the day, and different quotes of the day. Some of the quotes that she do post is from her book, Hear Me Out. Um, so go cop it. Um, like I've sp said before, it's well written. Um, well worded, um, and I've read it more than a few times. Um, that's how much I enjoy it. What's up, Mr. West? <clears throat> uh, so here we go. Let's pull you in. All right. So also real quick, my aunt, man, I got some background. So y'all just won't see me in the bare wall. So my aunt did these paintings, man. And, you know. I appreciate her. Hey, Stace. Um, I appreciate her. Go follow her on her Facebook page. Her name is Kim Black. Um, you can request her um, to do a painting for you personally. Um, if you have some type of ideas, uh, she posts some of her her paintings on her page as well. Um, I will post some more of her paintings of uh, the pictures that I've taken. Stacey, turn your phone. What do I got to do? <laughs> Your volume. I'm hearing everything. <laughs> um, so I might have to pull over. <laughs> all right. So her name is Kim Black. Uh, like I said, she, she did these lovely paintings for me. Uh, my daughter, baby girl, picked two of them out. Um, so they were painted when uh, one of the paintings was done with so it's called the track of my soul which is this one this one over here i will show y'all more, more later um show y'all each individual uh paintings like i said she does lovely work um inspired by the divine so i don't know where the fuck she went as soon as she come back in, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this election and everything that's going on around the country. Then uh, the second part of tonight's um, conversation, we are going to discuss trauma bonding. Um, and we're going to break down what that is. I know some people know what Stockholm Syndrome is, and it's similar to uh, trauma bonding. And so we're going to uh, discuss that a little bit. Um, I know 
Um, as far as the election go, I know that this country is divided um, heavily. Um, I know that some people have, you know, a lot of people, I won't even say some, a lot of people who I've spoken with, you know, their whole thing is to get Trump out of office. All right, here we go. Let's bring her back in. Um, their whole thing is just to get Trump out of office um, with no agenda, with the reasoning why they want to put. Um, I guess because he was. All right, Stacey, can you hear me? I can. Is it really crazy sounding for you? It's okay. Distorted? Okay. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, okay. I'm getting off this, so I'll be stationed here in just a moment. Okay, cool. But I'm good. All right. So, I'm safe. bring it highway. Bring it to the conversation um i was just talking about um as far as the election and everything how crazy um everything has been even up to now um i mean what what is like what what are your some of your thoughts as far as uh, as far as what's going on you chopped up a lot with that so as far as what with the election the, ele the election like what are your thoughts as far as uh 45 Not and you know biden and um the division of the country uh the division of culture uh the division has always been there um i personally just think that with 45 in office it's just become more prevalent um Correct. Yeah. Because I mean, even even throughout history, um, nothing has really changed. I think that we've learned to cope with a lot of things, but I don't think a lot of things have really changed. No, I I'd seen a lot of you where you, what changes. I mean, different laws, but everything evolves and everything has changed, but. You almost even see, well, you do see nastier sides of people who want to cut it one way or another. It, it just, I don't know. It, it, I, I see where, where is everybody going more with humanity, like, or less with humanity, and just more on this is my type of person, which is, to me, it's just sick. Like, I had a, yeah, I was almost sick trying to um, go in to the polls today when I did. And I, I've actually had a number of people who said they voted, just picked a name and randomly was writing, trying to write somebody else in. Like they, there were a number of people that I know that just did not want to make the choice either. They had a hard time. What? I don't know. What? I mean, Lots of did you vote today? I did. So I didn't want to, but I did. <laughs> So, <laughs> what was what was your setback as far as voting? Uh, just the the vote. I am. You you talk face. You talk lies. You're talking people. It's not. Um, 
never, I mean, four years of standing for the word. Then you got the other one who's going eight years and what, is, you know, everybody's going back and forth with this petty stuff. I heard, I've heard so many kids, children and teens say we went to that 50, um, 50 black man march through the weekend. Mm-hmm. There was a gentleman, there was a younger man that I got to talk with who he was telling me about his thought and the voting and he he said this exact same thing was wow this is usually when i deal with a leader it's somebody i want to look up to and who am i looking up to while i'm watching these debates and they're going back and forth like kids in a school doing undercut punches of their (laughs) just different things it was it, it was a very sad moment to see when you're talking to talk that you respect someone. What's to respect on it? But, and also at the same token, I think I'll be putting so much in a position, he does have the authority, but it's also everybody he's surrounding with too. So where is it that anybody wants to stand up for a purpose? Why are you voting and what is actually going to change? And as everybody says, how is somebody not going to be held accountable? okay um i know you had um you you spoke about faith earlier so if mm. so this wasn't originally a topic wasn't it? Uh, no this is this is going this is going into it um okay because we're doing we're doing two segments tonight so with it with it being with it being election with it being election day, and you know and everybody, um, I know part of this election, um, I I personally uh, did not and am not voting um, because I don't believe in voting for the lesser of two evils, um, especially yeah. especially being a black man uh, without an agenda, uh, whether we put. Um, the head of the snake in office or whether we put the tail of the snake in office is still a snake. You know, we still have to, we have still have to be concerned with being bitten, you know? So, um, without an agenda, uh, specifically for foundational black Americans, you know, my thoughts and opinion is what are we doing? You know, and, and even in the debates when spoken as far as, you know, systematic uh, white supremacist racism. I know 45, you know, he, he sent out a dog whistle to the Proud Boys, which is a known um, uh, white supremacist terrorist group, you know, and instead of, instead of denouncing them, his exact words was stand down and stand by. Now, mm-hmm. being former military, when your leader tells you to stand down and stand by, it's telling you to stand at the ready. Meaning, you know, um, be trigger ready, don't go nowhere, you know, but just stay silent for this moment in time. You know, so even in the conversations that I've had today, you know, and, and, you know, you know the crew that I roll with, you know, uh, agree or disagree or impartial, you know, we respect each other's opinions and thoughts and concerns, you know, but we are respectful enough to to share and voice them. Um, so, you know, that that was my whole thing um, as, as, as far as, 
without an agenda for my culture and my people as foundational black Americans, where do we go? Now, as, as being on the, the end of that, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see politicians pandering for the white vote. And in, in, in the sense of it, it's the vote is threatened, um, it's a, it's scare tactics are used, it's just you vote who, for whoever you vote for. Am I wrong? Correct. There is the scare tactic going on of right now, regardless if you're white or black, that went, that supposedly going with, um, I can't remember, there was an email going around saying, if you don't vote Republican, that they supposedly had the information out there to be able to go to your house and harm you. But there was a number of people and they were saying, if you ever got an email like this, that you were supposed to send it in to the, um, the feds to be able to come in and check into that. We'll see. I don't know if you heard about that. No, I didn't. That's a, this, this is actually the first time that I've heard of it. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> that's, that sucks and it's fucked up. Um, but those are, it, it, those are the same tactics that are used against us on a consistent basis. Right. You know, so, I mean, and, and I think what, you know, and, and please, you know, share your thoughts and opinions about it. Um, I think that a lot of the country um, now is getting, I know that I read an article today that it said that I know in Cleveland alone, 51% of uh, eligible voters have come out to the polls versus 2016. So I think that with 45 in office, it's just not um, foundational Black Americans being attacked anymore. Everyone's being attacked. And I think that's what everybody is fearful of. I don't think that it, the, uh, the fact that we're, we are essentially being a targeted, targeted, I think because now, you know, 40, you know, if you go against yeah. his agenda, you know, he, he's coming for the jugular. Correct. That's what I mean. Like, even with that email, like they, it, it's trying to go against whoever to say it better me, me. And if it's not me, then, then prepare for something. I mean, how many um, riots and uh, that one bridge, I can't think of what state it is that was shut down with the Trump train hanging and not letting people come across it. That was just a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that was stopping, blocking from a voting boot from uh, voting. But so it's all this stuff that it, persuading one way or another, you're trying to wreak, you're, you're trying to incite fear to either not do it or do it and it better be me type of thing. I don't know. The whole thing is just that, I mean, to think. And then the law that even then just passed today. I was like, are you kidding me with the hysteria books? Um, uh, seriously, let's block only not only tell part history versus all of our full history that we need to be saying that it, regardless, because you think you want to cherry coat, if you cherry coat, you are never going to get to the trauma that you've started within the country. Well, I mean, history is subjective anyway. You know, um, 
excuse me, and we know that, you know, um, you know, me and Ethan, you know, um, we study history fervently, you know, and, you know, just as far as the ideology of things. And I mean, this, this country has always been that way, you know, and, and as I, as I have mentioned before, I think because now it's just not targeted towards one group of individuals, everybody um, is getting smacked. You know, uh, he, he, he attacks uh, women, he attacks the Latin community, you know, he attacks, he attacks the LGBT plus community, you know, like everybody's getting smacked, you know, and I, and I think that, um, you know, one of the things that I, I've discussed with, with some of, you know, uh, uh, my brother and my sister, you know, as far as uh, FBA, you know, is we had just as many deaths, you know, with suspected white supremacists posing as police officers when Obama was in office as we have when 45 has been in office. But because... Hmm. Because the, the, the head is not an agitator, I think a lot of times we, we, we don't pay attention to history, you know, when we're being, um, when we're being pandered to. To speak of history of the one I just got to see today that we, oh gosh, now I'm gonna have to pull it up, but it was a hundred years. We're dealing with the same stuff with the the worst race. Um, oh gosh, where's E? <laughs> <laughs> it was you know. Of a hundred years ago, the same type of uprising that we had or that we're having now due to racial injustice happened over a hundred years ago but the history of it we are not looking at it and that's what so we are now in the same boat i didn't get to finish reading that full article on it that i mean it, that it's just it is uprised again we're in the uprising again for it like you said a lot of it we are we having and how much attention, because so many things, even like at the beginning of COVID, everybody's talking about COVID. Now everybody's talking about the presidential. Nobody's talking about the 5G. And now they want to sit there and do um, our injections to uh, just don't. Well, we, me and you've had, me and you've had that conversation um, a while back um, discussing the chaos theory. Um, yeah. yeah. And um as far as you know um those who are in the upper echelon which some would call the cabal um who run different countries and then you have a major cabal who actually oversees the authorities of the smaller cabals and they create the chaos and then present you with a choice of a or b which is no choice at all, and then uh, fear bait you into making one of the choices in those and telling you that those are the only choices that you have to make. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's prescribed um, personally, you know, so, you know, for me, 
you know, it, it doesn't matter um, who they select or who they have selected to sit in that seat. Um, at the end of the day, I'm still a black man, you know, and Correct. where everybody else, if Biden, if they have already selected Biden to sit in that seat, the rest of the country gets to go back into their shells, you know, sort of, sort yeah. of speak and be become oblivious again. With 45, um, as I, you know, said earlier, uh, everyone is getting smacked in the face, you know, by, you know, the, the person that they thought was going to protect them within this, um, this evil system of white supremacy. But, you know, now that, you know, he's even serving white people up on the platter, everybody's like, okay, well, we got to get him out, you know, and then you have those radicalists that have been bred with that type of ideology of quote unquote uh the white purification race you know so and these are who his diehard followers are you know and th yeah. these are the ones that's riding around you know with uh, uh threatening people you know with 12 gauge shotguns and you know ar uh rifles and every assault rifles and everything you know and you know, for why does it get, go ahead? Why does it get that point? But it's always been to that point. They've just been waiting. Correct. The waiting for the point that they are actually starting to feel in part powerless. Because that's when then you start rising up more. And this could be a point that they could actually slip, which in a number of ways already has happened. But the whole thing on the other side is also you've got to keep pressing where they are starting to feel getting inferior, that they have to put their chest out, sit there and try to instigate panic and fear. I mean, that is a psychological pattern as well. Anytime when you're starting to feel that you can't cover lies, when you can't, um, you're running out of fear exactly that chaos pattern well it, it, it starts rising well with with the with the system of white supremacy that's what it's completely based on it's based on fear you know and and, and i mean so you know they're uprising um they feel that their system that protects them to do whatever they want is being torn down you know and and without the the system in place you know they have no power you know, they, they have no power, absolutely. So the question that I want to pose to you before we move on, um, because, you know. That's why I was saying right now. Uh, so <laughs> with, you, with you being um, uh, a faith-based person. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. If 45 was if 45 has already been selected to sit back on the throne, to sit back in the presidential seat, would you deem that it is the will of God? Well, faith-based when you're talking how many people were put in that position and not necessarily saying he can, God can use anything. So, 
that's bottom line. Do I think it was in his will? <laughs> Something God will still lose. <laughs> so bottom, yeah. I mean, regardless of how we get somewhere, it might have not been the set plan, the set will, but we will get there. His purpose is not going to stop. So, with your 155 I'm words, that's a yes. I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about the will thing. How <laughs> 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 I just know had ever the scripture, whatever the government perform, God can turn it around for his glory. So So that's a yes. <laughs> I'm still not going there. <laughs> I know you're I know you and I know I know you're trying not to say it. Um and I've asked multiple people that question, you know, who have um their whole thing is let's get him out let's get him out let's get him out and i said okay fine if he doesn't if the cabal has already put in place for him to sit back there will it be the will of god and you have some that have been able to answer and some who you know they 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 wasn't able to and that's fine you know, that's fine either way. So when you say it, because you get down to talking of the will, we have free will. So bottom line, regardless of it being his will, it, whatever the people want. I mean, there's scripture, whatever the people want, give them it. But we, you want, Brad, go right ahead. But we know, we know, study, so, we know studying politics, though, that the people don't choose who sits in that seat. It's the it's the powers that be that choose who sit in that seat. I uh, say so we are just we are just we vote to feel as if we've contributed, but they've already selected who they're going to sit there. You know, uh, I think that they thought they had some inclination that they would possibly be able to control forty five in a certain extent. <laughs> Um, or maybe, or maybe the opposite end of the, uh, the spectrum, maybe they knew, you know, exactly who and what he was, and they put him there to allow him to stir up this chaos. And that goes back to the chaos theory of plan chaos. So, but, you know, yeah, that's that, that's that. I just wanted to ask you that before we moved on. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, and your thought, how are you going to do it to me and not give your thought? Because you do that often. Yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, I mean, we're rolling it back. I mean, I, I, I believe that if, if he gets back, if he, I believe that they've already selected who they're going to put there. And, and for me, it doesn't matter whether it's him or whether it's Biden. You know, the fact of the matter is, uh, neither one of them, when it comes to foundational Black Americans, neither one of them has our best interests at their heart. They have no intentions of doing anything for us. Um, so it doesn't matter for me personally. Um, I still have to 
be concerned. It still matters if it gets in, though, that now you have four years because we probably, it should have been done ahead of time, but to still continue to press for something to be done within that time. I mean, regardless of who's in there or not, um, without an agenda, it doesn't matter for us. We we're st we still Correct. we still have to fight against the system, um, and it's just not blatant racism, but it's redlining. Um, it's the ec it's the, ec the hospital. It's economic deprivation. Um, all of this has been going on since um, Lincoln um, was forced to sign the proclamation yeah. um, because he didn't do it by choice. It was an economic decision. And so, you know, we, we've been um, fighting this fight since um, my great, 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 great ancestors um, have been here, you know? So, I mean, like I said, yeah. without an agenda in place, without economic resources, um, without us allowing to take care of ourselves, it doesn't matter. Um, because we still have to be concerned um, with being pulled over by officers who wear that badge, who has ill intentions towards us. We still have to be concerned about that. Reg like I said earlier, regardless if it's the head of the snake or the tail of the snake, uh, we still have to be concerned about the entire snake. So that's just, that's just my thought. Huh? That snake can wrap like a coil around you. Yeah. So these spiders crawling them. Um. One of the <laughs> things that we we have discussed um, on numerous occasions have been relationships. Um, you own because one of the things that I've been looking into and studying as of late is trauma bonds when it comes to relationships, and I mentioned that earlier. Um, Trauma bonds is the same as uh, what did I say earlier. Um, I can't. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, man. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm pulling up. Pulling up. All right, Stockholm syndrome. Trauma bonds are similar. <laughs> They're not exactly, it's not exactly the same, um, but it's similar to Stockholm Syndrome. And we know Stockholm Syndrome is when uh, someone who is captive falls in love um, and creates an emotional attachment to their captor. Uh, we know that's what Stockholm Syndrome is. And uh, no, thank you for reminding me though. Huh? I didn't look that one. You didn't tell me that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got, uh, <laughs> man. Okay, I missed some of the comments. Okay. You have to say what they are. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go back before we continue because <laughs> I, I, I got this article up and I want to read part of this article um by the psychologist uh and psychology today um but before uh when we were speaking as far as the election uh myron newson uh one of the homies he said so confusing when you know neither means you know one of the lesser of evils he said shaking my head 
Um, you don't have to pick the lesser of two evils. You can easily opt out. That's also a choice. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Aries, you know, um, Aries charm. But you take go back to that point even, like, because that's where I said my internal struggle this morning, like feeling like you have to do it because everybody's made it such a thing that you're doing your part, you're making your, when yet that was the internal struggle that, that the part can be just not playing the part. Exactly. Oh, and then Aries said that she loved your braces. Thank you. <laughs> oh, After 20 was going to do it. <laughs> One of my one of my family members said you even have to watch the people that say they are trying to help. Um, they put a link down below. I have to check that link out a little bit later. But thank you, family. Um, yeah. But yes, and and you do have to uh, watch out for that as well. Um, so so we can get a better understanding of uh, trauma bonding. Um, and this was just one of the many articles that I was reading. Um, I got a couple books that I'm reading about trauma bonding. Um, um, and uh, so I'll post uh, the information, both of them books up. Remind me, Stacey, uh, to do so after the show, uh, to post the two books. Do so after the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, to post that information up. But this uh, specific article was written by uh, Steri Gaba, I hope I am pronouncing her last name correctly. Um, it was written in Psychology Today. Um, now, Sherry, Sherry is a licensed uh, psychotherapist and author who specializes in addictions, uh, codependency, and underlining issues such as depression, trauma, and anxiety. Um, so hmm. she's the one who wrote this article. Um, in psychology how old's the article? in psychology today what was that how old's the article uh, do you know yeah of course i know it was written last year in may <laughs> okay just curious how fresh um so trying uh, she said trauma bonding is similar to stockholm syndrome in which people held captive come to have feelings of trust or even affection for the very people who captured and held them against their will. This type, so the slaves. This type of survival strategy can also occur, occur in relationship. It is called trauma bonding, and it can occur when a person in a relationship is in a relationship with a narcissist. Within a trauma mm -hmm. bond, within a trauma bond, the narcissist partner, who often has codependency issues, feels first feels loved and cared for. However, this begins to erode over time, and the emotional takes over the relationship. The codependent understands the change, but not why it is occurring. They believe they just need to understand what they are doing wrong in order to, break, to bring back the loving part of the relationship. If they do not manage to break free, all the narcissist has to do is go back to that courtship phase to win them back. The more the codependent reaches out to the narcissist for love, recognition, and approval, the more the trauma bond is strengthened. 
This also means the codependent will stay in the relationship when the abuse escalates, creating a destructive cycle. Now, wow, I really have to look into that. Yes, indeed. So, like I said, you know, for the past few years, I've been studying relationships, um, not just um, in the physical sense and aspect, but also emotionally, psychologically, and also spiritually. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this part of my studies um, came about, I was listening to um, an influencer, I I can't even remember who it was, um, but I was listening to a snippet and the trauma bond, it, it, you know, it it resonated with me. So I started doing some research about it. And I I even told E last week that that's going to be the topic of discussion for this week. And he just looked at me, he just looked at me, he was like, man. <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah. And, and, and so, because I wanted to ask, I know looking back and, you know, doing my research, I always go within first uh, before I bring any topic um, of discussion, you know, to the show and to the platform. Um, but I know that uh, throughout past relationships, some of those relationships were trauma bonds. Now, we know, where did you go? All right, there you go. Hello. <laughs> um, we, know, we know that a lot of uh, trauma bonds, or not even trauma bonds, let me, let me go back. We know that a lot of uh, trauma happens, um, it usually starts from childhood. Um, whether we receive something, whether our parents may have been too strict, too demanding, um, I've even heard, um, you know, like fathers, fathers being too hard on their daughters, uh, extremely hard on their sons. Um, as far as being hard on their daughters, they usually try to uh, keep them in a box, you know, and, and try to keep them contained versus experiencing the world for themselves and just helping, guiding them through them with a helping hand um, with the fathers and sons, you know, because they don't want their sons to make certain decisions and mistakes that they did they can be extremely hard on them as well and Mm -hmm. as far as mothers and children i've heard mothers you know get upset at what the child or children might do or say and one of the first things that may come out of their mouth in a anger in an angrily tone is you just like your father you know saying oh i can't i wish he would just come and get you and, you know, even fathers have said, you know what I'm saying, I can't wait till your mother come pick you up. You're getting on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? And that is traumatizing to a child because mm-hmm. you are supposed to be the one that nurtures them, that cares for them, that, that teaches them, that holds their and doesn't give up on them. And picks them up when, they're, when they fall. And so a lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of times throughout our childhood, if those issues and those traumatic experiences have never been addressed, we become, as we get older, those are the type of relationships we look for. Oftentimes, yes, if you don't know the trigger, we are going to go right to there. And if you don't actually, and even still, because there was something else I was reading, uh, were shown to me 
about different things that um, you don't even understand that they start getting passed down generationally. Mm -hmm. um, certain fears that can start coming out, regardless if they were traumas that were truly um, impacted firsthand upon you, mm -hmm. but you can receive the same traumas generationally fears and different things that have been then passed down as well. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> keep going. It's open and fun and distracting. So um, bottom line, yeah, it's, there's different things that when either moms or father, just your role in general that we take on and we are looking to them for a lot of stuff that we may not get and then when we don't get it how many times you are looking end up looking for a father type thing in a relationship or a certain aspects of the missing mom link or there's just different things that you will start wanting to look for mm -hmm. not necessarily at the same token you're seeing it and then get revolted by it at the like Oh my gosh, don't do that. Even though we're, without realizing that that's what you're drawing in, there's something still missing there. And that's, and, 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 and that's why um, I've asked you on um, occasions. I've even, um, the thought of today, which I will have to find because I can't remember it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so... While, while I'm looking, while I'm pulling this up. So one of the things, one of the things that, that you had, <clears throat> that you had mentioned as far as the, the relationships type, whatever we didn't get, or however we saw our parents uh, respond and interact with one another. Um, and, and, and it can be, it can be uh, the toxic uh, parts of that relationship. And that's what we look for because um, that's what we have been shown that that toxicity is the norm is normalized is normalized. Mm -hmm. And so um, I know in in the streets, uh, one of the things that that um, that 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 I have said um, is that um, crazy women have some of the best yoni, and. <laughs> that's actually part of a toxic mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's like um, I've been, it, it's been embedded in me, you know, and, and even some of, I know the bad boys that a lot of women are drawn to, even though they are toxic, you know what I'm saying? The things that they, they move that cervix to the left or the right, you know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times we deal with somebody's toxic nature um, to get that that moment of, of feeling, you know what I'm saying, which which releases toxins in our brain, and mm -hmm. and, and so that that emotional feeling that we get that has released those toxins in our mind, uh, that's what we try and hold on to. So, well, and it grows them, and they actually cause work. I mean, it just it deepens it uh, right right and that's part of the that's part of the trauma bond because we know that the relationship is toxic but to have to have that belief and faith 
that the relationship is going to get better or going to um, be like it used to. So we hold on to that relationship. And then when our partner shows us that brief moment or that glimpse of how things we how, how, how things used to be, excuse me, what you just said, that bond is strengthened. That, uh, mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, Zoe Williams said it in his book, uh, The Entanglement. Um, and, and that book, he coined that phrase in the book of uh, the relationship dismount, how to stick the landing while exiting, when exiting a toxic relationship. Um, and I've, I've, I've brought that book forth uh, many a times. And, you know, people, they, they, they hear the title. And I know a lot of people, they be like, you know, um, it's a breakup book, but it's not. Because if you really want to strengthen you really, if yeah. you really want to strengthen your relationship in a good place and you want to strengthen it while evolving yourself inwardly and becoming the best version of you that is a great book to have in your arsenal i've enjoyed it <laughs> there you go there you go yeah. um yeah, I mean, it just makes you look outside, and that's with everything, is trying to think outside. If you can get to the point, even in toxicness, uh -huh. to start seeing your own toxic behavior, but then the balance is, because I can have that tough balance, of not focusing on it so long mm -hmm. and not getting so shamed over it. And, some, and sometimes sometimes the lesson that the toxic individual that we're in a relationship was is trying they might be trying to show us um in a spiritual form of evolution is the insecurities that we might need to deal with within ourselves because mm -hmm. oftentimes because they provide um stimulation um they provide a level a level of comfort they provide um uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, man, uh, bear with me, bear with me. I got pages up, bear with me. Uh, <laughs> this is, um, uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Where they provide a, a, a specific type of sustainability. And so we stay within that toxic relationship, knowing <clears throat> that that individual isn't no good. Uh, they're overbearing um, a lot of times, and we're going to get into the definition of what a narcissist is uh, here briefly in a moment. <clears throat> um, but uh, while in that relationship, it's almost a balance of toxicity and then positive positivity. You know, so they'll feed us, uh, they keep feeding us breadcrumbs while verbally abusing us, psychologically abusing us, emotionally abusing us, while uh, while manipulating us, huh? Yeah, gaslighting. Gaslighting, yes, yes. While manipulating the situation, <laughs> while, while they manipulate the situation to get what they want. And then uh, when we ask for a need to be met, they demonize us for that need, for asking, for even asking for that need, uh, or some some type of intimacy from them. Mm -hmm. So, I want I would like to get your thoughts. So today's question of the week 
um, that I posted this morning. Um, if your standards are egotistical and or narcissistic, narcissistic, <laughs> excuse me. Orbital. If your standards, you said and or. if your standards are egotistical or narcissistic, how can you attract anything else? Now, I had um, because when I post the thoughts of the day and the questions of the week, I always tag it with my Facebook page or also with my IG. Uh, one person answered that question, and it was a powerful response. Um, and I'm still waiting for them to yes. just elaborate. Um, because I, I love their response. Um, and their response were, was, hey, what's up, my sister? Rashonda jumped in. What's up, Miss Cody? Um, so one of the things that, um, one of the portions of the answer that was given was, was about energy. And, mm. and if you believe in the law of attraction, you get what you give. So if, if you're getting some type of toxic energy from a person, there's something in you that they're trying to get you to see within yourself that needs to be dealt with. True. You're right, family. Um, he said, uh, people like that generally attract low self-esteem people. Yes. And narcissistic people are low self-esteem people, low energy and low vibration people. And when we are- You say low energy, but definitely low self-esteem. Low energy is low self-esteem. It's just different terminology. Uh, what, what? I think you can run. When, 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 you, what do you- I know people who, that just really low self-esteem, but you honestly, you have people, many males that I even know that they run around high energy, high ego, and they actually have some of the lowest self-esteem around. Because you know why? Because it, it's a cover-up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that's all it is. Yeah. So they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're, and, and I promise you, the person who is pretending to have all of this high energy a lot of times, uh, when you get to the bottom of it, they have low self-esteem issues. Um, yeah. Energy begets energy. That's the polarity of everything. Uh, so, okay. All right. So understanding. Oh, shit. Damn. I just realized what time it was. Woo. Okay. <laughs> so family, this, I am. this is family. This is what happens when uh, there's a guest on the show. Um, it is usually extended from 30 to 45 minutes to longer. So uh, we're going to go another 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, so the signs of a narcissist, it says narcissistic personality disorder. Um, says one of, one of several types of personality disorders. Of course, we know that. We know there's multiple. Uh, is a mental condition. Mm -hmm. Is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive mm -hmm. attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Now we know. Um, I don't speak in absolutes. Everything is interchangeable, and we know that there's always 
an exception to every rule. We know right. we know that a narcissist can have some traits and not have others. So we know, we 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 know that, but those are just some of the traits of what a narcissistic person can portray. Um, and I've seen it on both sides of the coin, and men and women. Um, and just like you know, you know, it's a low self-esteem um, attraction. You know, and like I said, yeah. it just goes back to the law of attraction. Um, and so when dealing with a narcissistic person, we want the power. So, you, you said what? They want the power. Do you think it's a false sense of power? A false sense? Yes. Um, well, that they're trying to mount on something that they might not feel like they can get it in other areas, obviously, if they seek out for that. So it's, it's more forced? So they actually feel it real when they are getting it, which is how it they you continually feed into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So would you say it's, it's almost forced? It's definitely forced. Okay. So then uh, allow me to bring up the two words, demand and command. When one mm -hmm. demands power, when, when one, yeah, you're I need it. <laughs> it is, it's a fault that it's, it's forced. Anytime you demand something, it's because you don't have it. Anytime, yeah, anytime you command it, it's a sense, it's a presence. You don't have to, mm -hmm. when you, when you have power, you don't have to demand it. Your presence, mm -hmm. automatically, it, ex it exuberates that, that authority, you know, and, you, and, and when you pay attention, I've learned to pay attention to the person who's usually the quietest person in the room. <laughs> because in some cases, they can sometimes be the wisest person because mm -hmm. their, their level of observation to everything that's going on, it's usually the person with the biggest mouth who has to, who's trying to force everybody in the room to pay attention to them that's and and <clears throat> with our bible study lesson today. you said what i can easily tie it into my bible study lesson today <laughs> this is not church stacy this is not church got <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, rashonda <laughs> okay, because of bible stuff I'm telling you <laughs> so, oh, so I know a lot of relationships a lot of men and women who crave mm -hmm. constant excessive mm -hmm. attention and admiration and based on the <laughs> based on the definition that I just read that's part of a narcissist so and can be that can that be the same one then who is like no telling them they're the needy 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 i mean of course sometimes yes 
Sometimes, yes. Um, okay. But just as the doctor said um, in the article that we read as far as trauma bonding, um, mm-hmm. we have to be careful with, um, I'm, I always talk about um, our standards and the walls that we put up uh, being egotistical or fear-based because with a narcissist, a narcissist will play into those fears and a narcissist, what I've studied and what I've learned, a narcissist are the ones that oftentimes gets, gets you to fall in love quickly because they do everything that's on your list versus challenging your list to see if there's any flexibility one respectfully but but also understand some because i've been in this don't even have a list because of low self-esteem because of different betrayals because of certain fears some you might not even have a list that's the, so anything that's the list is like oh no, that's that's the list. The list is that the people that say they don't have a list, they usually have the longest list. Because mm. because what you just but. what you just stated as far as their fears or the trauma that they've been through. So anything mm-hmm. anything that makes them feel better than that list, the fears and the trauma that they've gone through. That's their list. So anything that makes them feel better than that, they're like, oh my God, he or, he or she might be the one. You know, they quickly fall into that. And a narcissist will take advantage of that. You know, oh, I got them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, like I said, men and women, I, I, I see it. I see it often. Oh, yeah. I see it often. You know, um, so. But do you still think it's a masculine trait? Because you said what when you're talking feminine or masculine as far as narcissist yeah i beg to differ and this is why i don't think it's a sexual trait i think it's equal across the board Mm -hmm. i think what has happened is that it's been more placed on the male species of the two because and this, you get this is this is why I say that. Because when you see women go around and they know a guy is into them, and they manipulate him to mm-hmm. to get what she wants, to get him to do whatever she wants. That's narcissistic behavior. But because but because it's not placed often on women, it's deemed as a masculine or a man trait. But it's 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 equal. I don't I don't think that it's I don't think it's it's primarily men. I don't think it's primarily women. I think we all have some type of narcissistic behavior in us. And, Correct. And I was saying the male or female, sexual male or female. I was going with the spirit. With masculine and feminine. Even then, I don't I don't think um, it's masculine or feminine. I just think that it is 
Um, so the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah talks about polarity. And so polarity, each end of hot and cold is only measured in difference by degrees. So when you talk about narcissistic behavior, it's only measured by degrees as far as negative and positive narcissistic behavior. Because some narcissistic tendencies can protect you. It can protect you. And then you have the far end of it to where um, it becomes abuse. Does that make sense? Why do you never come protective? Huh? Where does that behavior ever come in? I'm trying to think of a scenario to line it with saying it's protective. <clears throat> so. Protective of your fear? Are you going with it in that? So. We know that anything excessive can be deemed as negative, right? Correct. Whereas if you build, if you create, um, you know, as far as a standard of everyone needs uh, intimate attention in a relationship. So if you're not getting that, a narcissistic, a, a narcissist is all about them. It's all about them, 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 them. That's the excessive end. But the other end of protection, okay, this relationship is not meeting needs. Not out of fear, not out of trauma. It's just, I understand it's not meeting needs, so I need to pull back from this relationship. That's a positive. That's not a negative. That positivity in, uh, see, see, we have been indoctrinated that certain words are triggers. And we're, indo- sure. we're indoctrinated so heavy that when we hear certain words, we automatically, it's either negative or it's positive. Sure. But in the spiritual. And you go to different parts of town. Huh? You can go to different parts of the town and hear that same stuff. You can. And going back to, yeah. and going back to, to the Kabbalah, polarity is only measured, measured by a difference in degrees. So one click to the right that's just like for you 72 may be cold but 72 may be hot to me yeah so but warm all year long <laughs> so going in one direction or the other is just a degree it's just a measure of degree so when you talk about polarity that's what we are talking about so as far as trauma bonding, I see a lot of relationships are trauma bonded. And that goes back to what you had mentioned, fears, uh, trauma of their childhood, uh, trauma in in their um, young adult relationships, trauma in their adult relationships. And instead of us taking time um, and you've read the relationship discount, and one of the things that Zoe talk about in the excuse me, in there is one of his um uh mentors um 
his time frame, I think, was three months, if I'm not mistaken, as far as yeah. taking time between yeah. taking time between each relationship to heal and go within. Uh, sometimes, and that's just a base. That's just a base. So yeah. Sometimes you might need a year. Sometimes you might need three to five years. You said what? And sometimes you can actually go quicker. Yes. Yes. Um, and so. Sending that number up. <laughs> it's just a base number. Nothing is absolute. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's not even, that might not even be true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, all right. We're good. We, yeah. We're three minutes over. <laughs> um, so, we discussed. Um, we discussed a lot. We discussed the chaos. Um, is it Exploding. is it created? Um, and we discussed we discussed trauma bonding. We discussed narcissistic behavior and tendencies. Um, we just uh, we touched on that other uh, new word. Yeah, we blah, 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 Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, we, that one I need to look up. We, we, we just touched on that. And um, when you look into that, uh, you will see a lot of resemblance between Stockholm Syndrome and trauma bonding. Uh, they are uh, very similar. Um, and then, of course, narcissistic behavior. Um, I personally believe that we all have those type of tendencies. Um, it's just, it's how we deal with it. Um it can be it can it can become uh, uh, something dark to deal with um i've dealt with it in my personal life um on multiple occasions uh giving and receiving receiving um well and i think a lot of that goes within the heal healing part of it once you can acknowledge on certain things even if you have that behavior Mm -hmm. You just have to, everything is getting, digging, dig within yourself. Of course. And of course, and, and, I, and you know, and I, I always tell people, you know, once you understand your light and shadow self, um, that is when the beginning of you becoming whole uh, begins. Um, I think sometimes what we do is when we deal with our shortcomings, instead of taking accountability uh, for them, uh, we pay we place blame on others. Um, yeah. In 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 that form or fashion, you can never heal from that. Uh, but to heal, um, I always said, you can temporarily though. Let me say you can deal temporarily with it that way, but it will never heal because you've never done a root. It's just another band-aid that you're covering up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um so ending. Um once again, the sister Aries Owens. Hear me out. Yes. Go copper book. Get it. Got it. You... Oh my gosh. I only read a couple of pages. Yes, I have okay. mine. I was so excited about it. Good, good. <laughs> Um, I need to act, I'm, I'm gonna actually go on there and buy a couple more copies so I can gift them. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna gift them up. Yeah, that's a good one. So, 
She did really. Yeah, she did. She did. And uh, when I finish mine, I need to reach out to her and 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 and, and talk with her um, about her process of everything. Um, I'm still yeah. I'm still working on mine. Um, it's a lot. I didn't realize. I didn't realize um, how much I've gone through in my life until I put it down on paper. I, I really did. What's crazy is now start going back through because as you're putting it out, you still get enlightened. Yes. Yeah. I, I've seen myself and thinking of wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I, because that one and, and so the Virgo in me, uh, Stacy, you you've been a witness to it. Um, is is that perfection thing? Um, <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> so, um, but one of the things that I've come to realize it it, it might be comes with procrastination. Well, not not only that, it might be a two book thing. Um, okay. Because it, it's it's a lot. Um, so I'm I'm gonna continue writing. Um, I'll keep the family um, updated on um, as as I'm writing. Um, I just I want to get y'all. I want to give y'all quality. Um, but I I I think and I believe that my life's journey uh, will help someone. Um, oh, amen. So, but with that being said, Aries out. Aries Owens, uh, hear me out. Go get her book. I'm tired as fuck. Uh, (laughs) But every week, you got it. Every every week, every week. So um, once again, back on Aries out. Aries Owens. (laughs) You gotta quit. (laughs) Aries Owens, hear me out. Copper book. Yeah. My aunt Kim Black. Painted my photos in the background, my paintings. Um, Move your head for a second. Huh? Move your head for a second. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank there. you. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I love the one you picked, the right behind you. Oh, the sunrise? I do. That one? Yeah, I do love that one. This one. Um, I can't see that there one. Oh, oh. And then this one right I can't, here. Oh, that one's pretty. So, what is so there? The one to the right. My right or your right? This one. Oh, sorry. That one. Your left. I I don't even know. Yeah. That one. (laughs) Um. So there's stories. There are stories behind all. Yeah. Behind all three paintings. Um, of course, the sunrise. Uh, the one right behind me is self-explanatory. Um. But a, a quick one. Uh, this one right here. Um, yeah. So that is that. Um, that is called healed. Um, that one was when uh, my beloved cousin had beat cancer. Um, oh, that man. is when my aunt painted that. Now the one over here. Um, that painting is called the crack in my soul. Um, that one, my aunt painted right when my cousin started going through um, her fight with cancer and going through chemotherapy. Um, so um, everything my aunt paints 
um, there's always a story behind it. So for those those who um, love her painting, and like I said, um, I have pictures of a lot of her paintings, not all of them, but a lot of her paintings, and I will begin to post them um, so you can see her work. She is an amazing artist. Um, I love her and my cousin. They are dear to my heart. Um, so anything else? Anything else? Anything else? No, there isn't anything else. No, I'm eating. You said what? And drive home. You said what? Time to eat and drive home. Yeah, I got to eat too. I walked in the house and I sat right down in front of the computer. So, but I'm here. Um, for everyone that tuned in tonight, we thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, go share, support, uh, like. Uh, we know that you may not agree with some of our thoughts and views, and that is okay. Uh, drop your comments below. Continue the conversation. Yeah. Continue the dialogue even after the show. Um, once again, um, and I didn't even do an intro. Man, uh, once no. again, I'm Mark D. This has been another episode <laughs> of Candid Conversations uh, with me tonight that sat in with me tonight, Stacy Balmuda, a.k.a. Balmater. Um, so until next time, love y'all. Deuces. Peace.